Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast, where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality, and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host, Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator. And if you're ready to remember, reclaim, and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Hello, sister. Welcome back to the Goddess Activation Podcast. It is such an honor to have you with us today. If this is your first time, welcome. And if this is not your first time, welcome back again. It is beautiful to have you. Before we even dive into today's topic, and before I give you a little life update where I was the past two, three months, I want to say a big, big, big thank you to every single one of you. Thank you for listening to the Goddess Activation Podcast. I just saw yesterday that we have over 3,000 downloads in just a bit more than a year of this podcast being online and I am so grateful that you're tuning in that you like it that you listen again and again and that you interact with it that you share your requests and the topics that you would like me to cover and that you share about it about the podcast with your friends on your stories with the people around you thank you thank you thank you so much I wish I could hug every single one of you I'm doing that energetically right now (laughs) And today's topic is what to do in deeply transformational times. Those, not just those times where you're like, ah, I can feel a bit, a little bit of shift coming. I mean, those times where the shift is already happening and it feels like the floor is being swept away underneath your feet. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? I have nothing to hold on to. What do I do? And then the mind kicks in with fear and old stories and the body's like, ah, I don't know what I'm feeling. And then everything is just like, a black hole like like the void that you're in and you're like who am I what am I doing and where the fuck do I want to go to <laughs> so I know this phase or this period just too well I've been so many times in this and the most recent one was in May and June the beginning of June like I feel like now I'm like really rising and I'm so excited to share new things that we have in store but May the whole month of May I mean it was what was it was the eclipse season in April and then I I think a little bit of it in May as well and then there was Mercury retrograde and just all the things in in the stars were happening as well and for everyone that I talked to they felt that energetically like something was up something was happening and like a lot of people felt lost and let's talk about it what do you do in those moments how do you move through that and gain the most wisdom and and change and healing and transformation out of it as a little backstory i hosted the sacred healing magic retreat with my friend marina in march in costa rica where i brought the curriculum of my of my signature retreat called remembering the goddess i did like half of my goddess retreat in that retreat that i did with my friend which was epic it was mind blowing it was so beautiful and yeah i just like it was beyond words i could feel how every single day in every moment that i was in costa rica and then also during hosting the retreat i could feel my energy and my body and my being and me as a facilitator really expanding and not just becoming better and better and better but holding so much more power and such a deeper level of of depth of the ceremonies that i facilitate and brian during this time, Brian was here in Switzerland. And when I'm hosting retreats, I'm like, 
I'm not on my phone. I am not on WhatsApp. I'm not on Instagram. I am nowhere on my phone. And so I just call very little with Brian because I just want to be in my space during that week. And he told me like he could feel the big expansion that was happening for me. Like he felt it cellularly in his body as well as I was expanding in March, which was so funny and uh, so cute. So I could feel this big, great, um, easy expansion happening. And the first four months of this year were like growing very fast as also aftermath of doing a lot of very hard and smart work um, since 2020, right? So it felt like things are really catching on and the business and I am growing, the clients are growing everything. And then in March, I did the second retreat with, where I hosted the second Remembering the Goddess retreat. So that is like my signature um, retreat where we really dive into feminine embodiment, into remembering the goddess within you and around you and healing those old traumas and stories and patterns patterns with your body, with your pleasure, with your femininity. So I hosted this just one month after the retreat. And if you've ever been to a retreat or if you have seen videos maybe of me or of other people hosting retreats, these retreats are really intense. Like, I don't know about other people's retreats, but the retreats that I host, they are intense in the best way possible because we dive all in. I mean, there's three, two to three hours in the morning and around three hours in the afternoon where we are deep in the ceremonies doing very transformational and healing work like we are all have cried at least once by the morning of the second day like at least and we are crying we are screaming we're releasing we are we are allowing ourselves to feel in such a deeper sense like than probably ever before old memories come up and you are releasing them you're healing them you're rewriting them you're rewriting your body and your mind and to be in those is beautiful and intense and very very healing and transformational and to host those that's also very very transformational for me as well and it takes a lot of power and me being grounded to host the best possible retreats and it takes a lot of energy to also plan everything because you're like getting picked up coordinating everything with the cook with all the people with the masseuse with the yoga teacher all these things so it takes a lot of energy and to host two right after each other I am very grateful I did that and in future I will have more spaciousness between each retreat because you really need to soak it in and integrate it as well afterwards and of course if you're participating you're doing that but also for me as a facilitator it's so important that I take the time to really integrate those powerful ceremonies that we did to really to really integrate everything that we've created because during those five days you create such a magical week together and such a beautiful bond with the women who are there to really integrate the change that has just happened because this is something that you will never forget in the best way possible and so big big expansion happening honestly since January until April and then during eclipse season in May it felt like Externally, everything was beautiful, but internally, internally, I felt like I was breaking down, but in a, I mean, it didn't feel good in that time. It really didn't feel good at all. <laughs> but looking back, breaking down in the best way possible, because what was breaking down were so many old 
subconscious patterns and identities of who I have become over the past two, three years of sharing this work of the past eight years of me doing this work, right? So throughout this life, every day, every month, every week, we are growing and we are creating an identity of who we are. And identity work is really powerful, in my opinion. And it is so powerful because you get to look at your identity over and over again and you get to change it you get to shift it you get to move it you get to um, hack it in a way that you want to be to create the life that you want to create so in May I feel like I'm breaking apart it feels like all the hard work that I've always it feels like the hard work that I've put in like it's creating this beautiful physical um, transformation in myself and in the people around me and everything is blossoming and blooming but I inside myself I feel like everything is breaking apart but guess what it was just like I was what was actually happening is that I was reading the last few sentences not even the last few chapters but the last few sentences not of a chapter but of that book I was reading the last few sentences of the book that was meant to be completed to start a new book now and and so oftentimes when you find yourself in those deeply transformational times you are closing either a big chapter or even a whole book because you're ready to start a new one you're ready it's like the end of an era so to say you're starting a whole new book and that's where the fear, especially the fear of the ego, the fear of the mind, the, the, the habit of everything that was until now, that's where all of this comes to an end. And the ego, the mind, and even your body is like, what the fuck are we doing now? Like, where do we go next from here? It's like the navigation system guiding you where you want to go. And then you somehow end up in the desert because you only have like the maps until the desert and you, you're meant to go look to like this temple deep inside the desert, but there's no map as soon as you enter the desert because it's like you have to go on this pilgrimage of, of devoting to yourself and to your soul and to something so much deeper that you can only figure out or find when you are in deep communion in this deep devotion with yourself and God, with yourself and life and spirit, where Instagram maybe cannot guide you, where an Instagram quote maybe isn't enough, because you are meant to drop your shields, drop your shields of protection around what if I die? And I mean this in a metaphysical, in an emotional, in an energetic way, dropping your shields of what if I die? What if this identity dies? Because that is exactly what is meant to happen. So that the truth of your soul, the truth of your being, the truth, uh, truth, the truth of who you came here to do and be can fully come alive. The bigness and the vastness of what you want to create and who you truly are it is most often it's beyond our minds. It's beyond what our mind can comprehend. And this is why I'm so passionate about ceremonies. And my whole focus, 
My whole medicine is around creating powerful ceremonies because in those moments of ceremonies, this is where it's just you and your body, you and your heart, you and your soul, you and God, you and spirit, where you, like the, the you of the mind, the beliefs and all of this, you bring that into the room, you bring that into the ceremony, but that is not what will guide the ceremony. Spirit, God, your soul will guide it. And those, the mind, those beliefs, they get to crack open so that the deeper wisdom within you can come alive. So that God, so that spirit can show you how big of plants, how much better than you ever imagined is coming for you. Because God and spirit, they have like, God has planned some, and if God, if the word God triggers you, I'm sorry, you can just change it with universe, life, spirit, higher self, your soul, whatever you want to change it with. Um, God has planned something so much bigger and better than the mind could ever imagine. But we first need, need to have faith in that. We first need to have trust in that. We first need to, we first need to surrender to the, I like to say the prayer or mantra, this or something better so that when you're manifesting, when you are sharing your desires with the universe so that the universe can give you your desires or it can give you something better. And of course, we're always open for something better, right? So coming back to the ceremonies in that room, in those ceremonies, this is where it's just you and yourself and God. And you're like, show me where you want me to go. Show me how you want me to be so that I can bring the deeper level of work that you want me to bring into the world. You can ask God, spirit, life, develop my character so that I can bring your healing to the world, so I can bring your change to the world. Who do you want me to become to bring this to the world. And this doesn't have to mean that you have to be a coach or a healer. This can be, you can be a brand strategist, you can be a color coach, you can be a marketing um, manager or assistant, you can be a, an insurance broker, I don't care. You can be anything of that, that is perfect. But what is your soul meant to bring to this world? We all have a purpose, we all have a dharma. And I like to believe that we all get to live the life of our dreams and the universe will not just give you that just like hey here you have it like sometimes yes but most of the times our character our identity and I mean this in the most loving way and I mean this to myself as well oftentimes there's old stories that our mind our ego is attached to and by us saying this is the life that I want and asking God and life and spirit to bring it to you and like manifest it and develop your character to bring it to life that is what will change you on a cellular level on a mind brain pattern emotional pattern emotional intelligence levels so that you can actually carry out that dream of yours because if I already had like the biggest vision that I have the biggest dreams that I have if I already received that three years ago 
girl, I would be so overwhelmed. I would have no idea how to handle that. I would have probably made a lot of like wrong decisions or kind of like wasted it away. Like I first need to also become that character, that that person, that being who can also carry my vision and can be carried and be held by my vision. Do you know what I mean? Like it takes a certain level of strength and trust to have a big vision and know that it will all work out because oftentimes our dreams and desires, they can scare us. But this is these are the moments where we get to expand beyond our comfort zone. This is where we get to expand beyond our current horizon. And in those ceremonies, especially the ones that I do, this is where we expand our nervous system and our body and our mind to hold our vision, to feel safe enough in holding our vision so that it doesn't scare us anymore because we have physical proof in that ceremony that it is safe enough for you to hold your vision and to be that person. And then when you have physical proof, like you can remember, oh, yesterday I did this ceremony with Nikita and I felt safe enough with my vision, then you will also feel more safe today in taking the action to bring that vision into life even more so what our body and our brain often needs is physical proof where it did work out where it was safe enough maybe you have physical memories in your life where you went after a big goal and dream and it happened great use that memory or you can create those memories in ceremonies where you create that next physical proof that it, it is safe enough and that you will be loved and it, there is no fear when you go after that desire, that dream. And that ceremony will create the physical proof in your cells and in your body to move forward, to not cock block yourself, but to go on. So I went on a little tangent. <laughs> on the power of ceremonies. But that was one of the points. Create ceremonies where you let yourself break down so that God and the wisdom within you, your body can carry you forward and show you, you've got this, you're not alone. So next things to do when you're in a deeply transformational time and you feel like, I don't know what is happening, let it be hard. Let it be hard. Oftentimes when something hard comes up, I did an episode about how to work with shame and there I shared how oftentimes when shame comes up, we're like, oh, no, get it away, away from me. I don't want to feel it. But you have to feel it in order to release it and heal it and transform it. The same goes with those deeply transformational times. Oftentimes what is different is that during these times, there is so much coming up, you don't even know where to start. It's like fear, sadness, this and this and this, and then also some logical, um, some logical concerns, which, you know, there are also logical concerns that come up. So it feels like everything is mixed together and you don't know where to start. Well, first of all, let it be hard because if you keep resisting feeling that hard situation right now, it will just linger on longer. Let it be hard and trust that it is that this transformational period is informing you for your next level. It is, like I said before, with um, letting your character being built um, by this phase, this phase is informing you, giving you new ideas, new ways of what to do when hard situations come up, what to do when anger comes up, what to do when all of these things come up. It is informing your brain, your body and your cells with new information for your next level. And sometimes, sometimes let's say 
we go one year in, in, in future, June 2024, and you move through a really hard period in May, maybe you will next year remember a very healing informational memory of of something that happened this May in 2023. But you're, you're forgetting about this. You don't even know that something that happened last month will really support you next year. Does that make sense? Sometimes we don't know why things are happening. Sometimes you don't need to know. And sometimes we do find out months, weeks, years afterwards. The next thing is release the pressure around it needing to be done, like the transformational time needing to be done fast so that you can already be on your next level. I'm saying these words because I don't know how to sit in the in a better way like when I say next level I don't mean that the next level is better than who you are today when I say next level I mean the version of you that is even more authentic that is even more you that is even more connected that is even more embodying her power and her truth and sharing that and going after what she wants that is what I mean with the next level the next step fully stepping into that next level where even more layers of you are shed like the masks that you're wearing, the old layers that just are BS, that are not who you are anymore. But it it takes time and it takes courage to deal with those layers because it can feel like a big part of your identity is being stripped away so that you can actually release that layer. So release the pressure around it needing to be done fast. I know oftentimes online and just when you compare yourself with other people, you're like, oh, they're already there or other people's healing journey is much faster or whatever. But you are in this period right now because you're meant to be here. If social media doesn't serve you, there's work to be done on your end, inner work, but also unfollow those people. Like take a break. You don't need to be on, like most likely you don't need to be on social media all the time. Find if, if you feel yourself having the thoughts of, oh, when is this going to be done? Or I hope this goes over fast. Or like, what can I do to speed it up? Of course, yes, take the action to speed it up and breathe into that part right here. Breathe into that part that is telling you, oh, I wanted this to be over. Breathe into that part. Shut your room, light a candle, breathe into that part. Let allow yourself to exhale from your mouth from that part of you that is like, I wish this was already done. Make those sounds, make those super weird sounds, stretch your tongue out of your mouth, shake, punch into the pillows. Do that for the next 10 minutes. Come back to this episode and see how you feel differently. Oftentimes that part of us that wants to, that is putting pressure on a hard situation wanting to be over faster, oftentimes that part just wants your love and attention because it's not feeling safe or it just wants to protect you. So how can you give that part of you some more attention and some more love and let it know it's all okay. You will both get through this together. You're safe and you're loved and you've got this. And the last thing that I want to say here is when you make your feelings wrong or try for this phase to get over faster, which, you know, is meant for you to go through this phase, you make it a part of your identity. And whenever you make it a part of your identity, so when you make an emotion wrong, you make it a part of your identity. Whenever you do that, it's harder for it to change. It's even harder for it to change and for it to shift because then it's, it is a part of your identity and you have to do this whole identity work, right? But if you can create this loving, loving, loving awareness and loving a relationship with all my emotions are sacred 
and I do not have to hold on to those emotions. They just get to move through me and I get to breathe through them and I get to receive the messages that I am meant to receive through these emotions and then they're gone. If you can create this type of relationship with your emotions, you will be so good. Like you will have one of the most powerful tools that you will I dare to say it, ever need in your life. And I have a few episodes on how to deal with emotions, how to do that, how to do this work. If you just scroll down, there there should be multiple ones of those that can support you in this journey. What if everything you're feeling has a gem, has like a diamond, has a learning thing within it? What if everything you're feeling is meant for you to be felt and go through? Can you adapt this this way of looking at emotions, of looking at this situation, of looking at this phase? And then, of course, we are not just going to like allow ourselves to go through the heart phase and then not do anything. Also move, move your body, work out, shake, go for a walk, do the things you know will help you to get out of your comfort zone. Sign up for a networking event or sign up for a course, sign up for a, a masterclass, an online event, a, a retreat, sign up to new things that you know will get you out of your comfort zone and also help you. But I also really like when I was in this period, like I felt like I was changing and shifting a lot, like almost every single day. And what I also did is I changed the energies after powerful things happened. Like I smudged the living room. I smudged the whole apartment. I if on Thursday I was feeling like shit and I did a ritual, a ceremony and, and I felt better afterwards, I would change the T-shirt. Or if I wore a brown T-shirt to sleep in on Thursday and then on Friday, I do something that shifts my energy on Friday and the energy did not feel right to wear the same brown shirt from the night before, I would just change the shirt. Clothes have energy. How you're feeling today can also transfer into your clothes. If you are feeling like shit today, you feel great tomorrow. And if you wear today's things again and you are really sensitive to this energy, don't wear that shirt. Wash it, cleanse it, hang it out in the air and then wear that shirt again. Does that make sense? Like if you can feel yourself changing and then you go to a place where it just doesn't feel right anymore or or it feels like there's this old energy there, cleanse it, change it, shift it, don't wear it, do something to move the energy. And the last two things that I want to share is that you are in a portal. This isn't just a closing of the old, but you're also entering a portal of creating the new and you are being developed to for the new to be created through you so this is a portal this is not the end of the world it is actually the start of a new one (laughs) and know and trust that you are not alone you're not alone in this you have support you have women who are going through the same thing if you are inside of ssm or have joined any retreats of mine you have all the group chats to share your experiences there and be supported by like-minded women who are moving through something similar Last thing is, as you're in this period of time, journal a lot, get it out, move your body, meditate, breath work, somatic movement, tantra, kundalini, do all of these things. And something that is really fun to like give you a little bit more, maybe something more positive is to reflect on your life and reflect on the things that you're really proud of. Now, today's 8th June. I feel like the last few days, it really sunk into my body, like everything that I just created in the past few months. And I'm so freaking proud of myself. But I needed this break in May to not be 
in always doing, doing, doing to be able to appreciate that and be grateful for that and not be grateful for that. I'm always grateful for that, but to really receive it, to really let it sink in, like really realize like, holy shit, I created this. We created this. Like this is real and this is just the start of something so great beyond what my mind and beautiful human, yeah, beautiful human mind could ever imagine. So this is just the start. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. You've got this and I love you. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode helped you and you feel like this can support the people around you as well, please share it. Please share a screenshot of it in your IG story and tag me at Soul Coach Nikita so I can reshare you as well and that we can reach more people going through these deeply transformational times. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story. What the fuck and is happening? Us, <laughs> Soul and Coach Nikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, Please DM us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO Nikita.